y'all. Welcome back to the Do Your Homework Podcast. Uh, <laughs> Jake's already laughing at me because I said y'all. <laughs> shout out to Wichita. Shout out to the Midwest. <laughs> uh, how y'all feeling today? Josh, how you feeling, Jake? Yeah, I don't know why Jake's good. laughing at me like he's not from Michigan. What's wrong with Michigan? That's the Midwest. That's the Midwest. I've never been to Michigan. You're right. I need to stop hating. Exactly. But it's it is the Midwest, so when I say y'all, I need to be like I'm doing well, y'all. That's what you got to say back to me. I've never I've never said y'all. Got me, compa. You never said it. It's crazy. Said they say that down in Florida, right, Josh? Not me, hermano. Not me, hermano. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. So the topic I have for today is we're going to debate who we think is going to have the highest scoring debut Premier League season for their new team. Is it going to be Gabriel Jesus, Erling Holland, or Darwin Nunez? Now, let me preface this because we don't know when this might release, but right now it's the first day of August and Gabriel Jesus is doing a madness in preseason. I think he's got like five or six goals for Arsenal so far, but you watched Darwin Nunez and Erling Haaland go head-to-head. It took Darwin Nunez 30 minutes to score a goal for Liverpool, despite having some shocking compilation videos made of him through preseason. And then you have Erling Haaland, on the other hand, who had arguably the worst debut ever for a player where he missed like almost two goals worth of XG. But they were still able to create two XG for him. So I asked Jake first, because he's XG-obsessed, as I am. Who do you think is going to have the highest scoring season out of those three players? Premier League only. If I was a betting man, I think I would bet a lot of money on Erling Holland. Okay. I honestly don't really think like I see the argument for either of the other two. I think the only thing, the only thing that really gets me in this argument is I could see a world where Holland doesn't play that many games just because Pep's weird. And he's and, got an, an injury history. Yeah, he's got a little seasons. bit of injury history. Julian Alvarez is there. And, like, I don't know. It's Pep Guardiola. Maybe just sometimes he doesn't want to play him for some reason. And he's got the confidence stint, too, going on now. Yeah. I still think that, like, I yeah, I would bet a lot. A lot of money on Erling Holland. I just think that Nunez, I do think he's a good player. I I, I think he'll score. I don't, well, I don't. Okay, I don't know if I think he's like a great player, but I think he's a good. I think he'll score goals because I think he'll be in the right place in a lot of different moments. I think they'll create him a lot of good chances. The Jesus one to me is 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 fascinating. I don't think I've ever been more fascinated to see how a player does because like it's crazy like how I feel like people didn't talk about he he was just a number at City. And, like, yeah. he was a number that people were like, uh, you know, is he that good? Is he, like, what does he really do? And now he's going to Arsenal, and he's just been, like, unbelievable in preseason. And I hate to say it, but, like, it would be really funny if he had a bad season. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It would be really That's funny. Because, like, all of a sudden, like, he went from, like, this guy at City who, like, no one even really considered to be, like, a starter. <laughs> and now he's in Nunez versus Holland debates. That's yeah. a big jump, dude. That's that's pretty. That is that's, a big jump. That's big expectations, I think, for like what is expected out of Jesus this year in a full Premier League season. And I, I, I see, 
the way he fits into that team when it comes to pressing and like leading the line and and chance creation and all that stuff. And you've seen it in preseason. He's had some really good finishes in preseason. But I just don't. I I again gambling on Erling Holland to not win this when he's going to have the best chances created for him out of these three is just a gamble that I don't want to take. And I don't want to gamble on luck or like some sort of curse or some sort of like lack of confidence or if Pep's not going to play him in enough games. This is kind of like the way that I see fantasy football where it's like, I'm like, if this, these are the three that I'm having to pick from, I'm taking Holland because he's my safest pick for like what is probably going to happen. Right. Okay. Not so that you're I can't right see now. the route. I can't. I can. I guess I can see the way that some of those other guys would win, but I'm not picking Gabriel Jesus over Erling Holland to win the golden to like win a golden boot or something. Sorry. So no for you right now, it's clear Holland. Holland is first. Are you I going Nunez second and Jesus third, or Jesus second would, and Nunez third? I think. I think Jesus is a better player than Nunez, but I think if we're not better about player. Sport, no, I know. Scoring, exactly. Scoring, I think I, I think Nunez would score more goals. Cause I so, Haaland, Nunez, Jesus. I think Klopp looks pretty dead set on playing Nunez a lot. Because I think the fact that they were winning that game, and he still looked pretty dead set on I'm bringing on Nunez at that at this specific time, was kind of a statement to me. I think that like Nunez, I think he sees, especially with Mane gone, I think he sees his front three really being Nunez, Diaz, and Salah. All right, Josh, what do you what do you think? When Liverpool sign a new player in the club, we think about uh, Keita, Kanate, Jota, Mo Salah, right? Luis Diaz. I wouldn't put I wouldn't put Mo Salah in that. This is fair. I kind of like where you're going with this. Klopp likes to you know ease. The, the new signings into the fire, especially when they come from like a lower tier league and they're making that big jump to the Premier League. He likes to ease them in, and then once he sees, okay, they're kind of keeping afloat, then I, I'll, I'll let them like go out and have fun a little longer. So, with Nunez's early struggles, I would say, I feel like Klopp is just going to ease Nunez in. It's a big transfer right there. I don't think he wants his big signing dealing with the English media every week talking about, oh, Nunez is a flop, all this money for Nunez, da 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 da, and I'm getting compared to Erling Holland. Third Nunez, I don't think he's going to be third? the top goal scorer. I, I, I don't know. So he's third on my list. Okay, case. I don't mind that. All right. Now, we have Gabriel Jesus, and we got Erling Holland. Pep Guardiola is a coach I would hate to play for. I hope <laughs> this doesn't bite me in the ass later on in my career. Okay? Um, but Pep Guardiola is a great coach. There's too many too many mind games, too many sophisticated stuff going on in his head. That kind of screws him over in the lot. Yeah. <laughs> too many gestures, too many tactical too many adjustments. Sweaters. Or... Yeah, too many, too many tight, skinny, super skinny jeans. <laughs> too many grabbing your face, staring at you in the eyes, and talking to you for five minutes. Yeah, with that stinky breath. 
Um, no, all jokes aside, though, I think Pep Guardiola is going to favor Julian Alvarez more than Erling Haaland uh, this season. But you cannot discredit the fact that Erling Haaland is playing with probably one of the best playmakers in the world right now. In um, Everyone in their midfield? <laughs> Bernardo yeah, Silva, Cancelo, De Bruyne. You got the passer in De Bruyne. You got the dribbling in um, Bernardo Silva. You got the fullback playmaker in Cancelo. Kyle Walker. Like, it's, Kyle the Walker, list is long, yeah. bro. Calvin Phillips. Calvin, yeah, I forgot he's there now. Jack Grealish. Uh, Phil Stephon Foden. Ortega. Big shout out to Stefan Ortega. My, oh, God. <laughs> that cook gorilla, too. So Phil Foden, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I forgot about him. So we got a long list, right? So early Holland, he puts that ball in the back of the net. The thing is, I the way I see this early Holland signing, it reminds me of Ibra going to Barcelona. With a guy that charismatic, can he adjust to a coach like Pep Guardiola, who has success? He lives and breathes under his success. He can't really change his mind. He doesn't really change his style of play for one player. Can he make that switch to play under Pep Guardiola's style? Can he take his game to that next level? Can he help City to that next level that they need to get to? Then, we got this kid. Big World Cup year for him. Gabriel Jesus. Not starting for Brazil right now. But boy, oh boy, is he hot? The hottest prospect right now in the world, scoring hat tricks left and right in preseason. His pressure scheme with Arsenal is just absolutely amazing. Might be the best pressing team in Europe this season, or even the world. Yeah, his trio in um, with him, Saka and Martinelli, that could be crucial this year. I think we're gonna see a different level player of Gabriel Jesus. We're going to see the Gabriel Jesus that we saw at Palmeiras. That's the Gabriel Jesus I think we're going to see. We're not going to see the Gabriel Jesus at Mid-City where he has to do with the psychological stuff with Pep Guardiola. Mikel Artes is going to say, here, you got the keys, bro. Do what you want. Now, here's where I think Gabriel Jesus is going to struggle. Once teams figure out how Arsenal play. They keep the same style of play. Once teams figure out Arsenal, is there going to be a downfall? To possibly. possibly. Is there going to be a little, is there going to be a little drought? Are Arsenal going to overuse him and then he gets hurt and he's off for a big chunk of time? But is that, so with that being said, I'm sorry. Go, there's go an X factor too of the World Cup in November for a month. A lot of people have been saying that, that that could be big for like Holland and Salah to get like a break. Yeah, no World that's Cup. What I was, that's where I was going to head to. And I think that favors early Holland. So if I had to make my list, I would have just like Jake. Early Holland at one. I think I'm not, I'm not like Vic saying that he's going to break records, but I think he scores the most out of all three of them. I would go early Holland one. I would go Gabriel Jesus too. Okay. And for the simple facts of how, how many minutes he'll play this year, Nunez uh, Yeah, I don't mind that. 
I mean, I don't mind it in yeah. general, just because like I don't like he's like he's not. I don't think he's that good, really. But like, yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, two two things. Uh, I would like to clarify here for anyone listening. We do understand that friendly games are, you know, friendlies. Like if Jake's going to say the community shield doesn't matter, we we know friendlies don't matter. But at some point, they kind of do in that just the play. Late, late in the preseason, they start to matter. So the Premier League season starts next weekend. So if your team's yeah. playing a preseason friendly a week before that, yeah. that oh. looks a lot closer to what your team's probably going to look yeah, like. To be fair, I wasn't, I wasn't once the season starts. Here friendlies too much and I wasn't even trying to slam slander the community shield too much I'm just saying like you know it is I was more saying it's only a game just from like let's not judge these guys too hard yet you know right. no no I, I yeah, yeah I'm just I'm just saying that so people don't think we're just getting carried away and we're like God really exactly. used to score a lot yeah. and, and like preseason friendlies sucks. he's gonna exactly. like we right. we understand yeah and then we're just um, basing this based on, based on a small sample size pretty much. exactly and then the second thing with Holland is he as bad as he was in that game, he still had two goals, two XG worth of opportunities yeah. against a Liverpool team that was starting two of the best center backs in the world and their best back four. And like if, so if, like, if we play that game again, I'm not bad down on this either of them again. Yeah, like, like he'll he'll score. Holland will get plenty of opportunities to score and he'll put them away. And then for my second place is Identical to Josh's, I have Gabriel Jesus, okay. just because I did a little bit of research a couple of days ago, and what I found was even though Jesus played six full seasons at Manchester City, he only played five or more games, five or more Premier League games in a row, eight times. So think okay. about that: six full seasons, six times thirty-eight is like what two twenty-eight, I think, something like that. And in that era. This guy only played in five or more games. Just, I think it was seven or eight times. And even in those periods where you'd be scoring a lot of goals, Pep Guardiola would still just go, I want to play someone else. So I think there's a side to Gabriel Jesus we haven't seen yet. And I think there's a potential that our Arsenal, when he's clearly the leading man, everyone in this in this message, in this you know podcast knows how important it is to have a coach that believes in you. Yeah. That's going to play you no matter what. I think those two factors and what Josh mentioned with the World Cup year coming up, those three things will add up to a new Gabriel Jesus we haven't seen yet. I don't think it will be enough to overwhelm the sheer number of chances City create for a striker like Holland, but I think it, it, it will be enough to outscore someone like Darwin Nunez, which I think you guys have nailed. And a big thing for me, to end with with Darwin Nunez, where I have him at third place. Because I'm a big – I like him. I wanted Arsenal to sign him. I think his movement to create opportunities is good. Technically, he's not the best, but he's really athletic. And, again, he's really good have a at moving to get opportunities for himself. But the way Liverpool play, they're, they play in a way where their chances are optimized for Mo Salah. Mm-hmm. So everything they do is kind of, at the end of the day – it leads back to Mo Salah getting the ball on his left foot and what can he do. So even if Darwin Nunez were to start and play all 38 games, he would still be second fiddle when it comes to what the team wants to do going forward. So that's why I have Haaland first, Jesus second, and Nunez third, as Josh did. Mm. 
I didn't I didn't change last episode when I disagree with you guys. I kind of want to change this time because what I just thought of as well is is Jesus going to take penalties? That would be key. I don't know. Like, if Jesus is going to take because Nuna is obviously no shot, right? He's not going to take penalties. No. So that that's a I mean that's a big factor, right? So yeah. like you know if if Jesus takes Arsenal's penalties, well that's what an extra four or five goals. So. That's yeah. like, I don't know. With Saka flopping and Gar- and Martellini doing the same. Yeah. Could be eight or nine. <laughs> right. Okay. Ah, man. I don't know. I still, I do believe, I still believe in Nunez to score goals though this year. I just, I have a hard time seeing him not. I think he'll get to double digits for sure. But I feel like he's... I think all three will get around at least 15. I think so too. Close to 15 for all three. Minimum. The other thing I wanted to add about Holland, I think, um, is I know with Pep, obviously, like, he's weird with the way he plays people. And I think people look look at that Jack Grealish signing and they're like, well, they spent $100 million on Jack Grealish and he didn't even really play that much. And that's a good argument. But I think Holland is completely different than any other city player that they have in that lineup. Like there is no one that you can throw out there that replicates what Holland brings to that team. Right. When it comes to Jack Grealish, that's not really the same case though, because like with Jack Grealish, it's like, yeah, he might be different in a few different scenarios, but what like he, at the end of the day brings you a lot of the similar characteristics or like different, like positional value that like Sterling used to bring him. Or Mares does on the right. Foden, even Silva would play out there sometimes. Like it's still like they still had like just an unbelievable amount of guys to throw into a position like that where like they almost didn't need Jack Grealish already, but still signed him. Holland, like I'm not saying that they needed him because obviously they were still the Premier League champs, but it's like they signed a guy that they don't have a rep like a replica of. And I think, like, you could all of a sudden see him become as, like, important to the team as, like, I don't even have a good example for that. The Bruyne would Bruyne probably would be most. Because the Bruyne is a guy who they don't really have, like, a guy who does the Bruyne. They have other, like, they could still probably be one of the best teams in the world without Kevin De Bruyne. But it's, like, I think Holland could almost become a lock in this team the way that De Bruyne does if everything goes well just because of how different yeah. he is from what the other people bring them and because of how special what he brings to the table is and how unique it is. Yeah. I I think think I think we all agree Holland's going to be first and second and third we're a little mixed on but um let us know what you guys think that's going to round up today's episode for us and what's going to be a really exciting Premier League season. Thank you guys for listening.